you face your problems, don't Facebook them. Say you try to make the straight crooked with the porn sites, but I ain't looking. I got bands that'll make her dance. That's a wedding ring for my wife. Bling, come say that to I bling, just, we love you. you. I'm so glad it's your life. I am, I am. Okay. All right, well, welcome to all of it. I'm so glad all of you Anyway, I'm really glad that you're all here. Your wonderful face and stuff. All new. God is good. Any, anyway, we are Elevate. We are the youth group here at MPI Church Metro Praise International. We meet every Friday at 7 p.m. We're more than welcome to come a little bit early, hang out. While the weather's nice, we're always going to have the basketball hoop out, games in the front. We'll be hanging out and chilling. More than welcome to come, invite your friends. We'd love to have you guys. Okay, so here at Metro Praise, we have a vision of loving God and loving people. And the way we do that is through our strategy of connecting, mentoring, and sending people out. We connect people to the cross, explain to Jesus, help them know that we're all sinners and all need to be saved from our sin, and that is only through Jesus. Amen? So then we want to mentor you, help you know what it is to follow Jesus and be a disciple. What does that mean? What does that look like? How do you do that? We want to mentor you, important to you, love on you, and connect you into this family the body of Christ, amen? We want you guys to know what that feels like to have a support system, have people who love you, and have blood for the family, amen? So then we'll send you out. A part of that um, connecting you, we want to get to know you better through life groups. How many of you would like to go to life groups, amen? Who's been to a life group before? Life group is where you guys can come, get to know each other, have a good time, because on Friday we pour out the word, we worship. Now it's not that we'll never hear the word of God in life group, but it's more time when we Focus on just hanging out, having a good time, getting to know one another, and just spending that time together. So if you guys um, are interested in going through the cycle shift, we just want to go more of a guy. We want to go that next step. You guys really just are hungry for more. I will encourage you to talk to myself, ask Adam, any of our adult leaders about the 101. Ask us what is that exactly, how we're going to get connected. Well, great place to start is like come to life, but also talk to us because we love, love, love to disciple you, um, pour into you, love on you guys, and get you connected in the 101 and just teach you about Jesus and the things of God. So that's the 101 and that's discipleship. So um, now we're going to talk about our tithes and offerings. So how many of you do know, know what a tithe is on the screen? Anybody? I'll tell you. 10% of everything you make. So if you make $200, Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's close our eyes. Father, we thank you to our God who blesses your people. Lord, we love you and we ask that every heart that um, doesn't want to give, God, every heart that is maybe locked into their own ways, Lord, that they, you would break that heart of greed, Lord, as we give. Jesus, that we would understand that as we give, Lord, we open the floodgates of heaven into our lives, that your blessings can be poured out on us, Lord Jesus. I ask you meet every need of every person in this place, specifically financially, Lord, that you would open those doors, God, and that you would reveal yourself to them, God, that they would know that you are a faithful God who takes care of their children. Lord, do what you do best and um, show up and show off, Lord. In your name, Jesus, we pray these things. Amen. So come up as you give. There's a bucket right over here. All right, guys, once you give, once you guys stand up to your feet, come to the front, we're going to get ready for worship. Yeah. He did it, yeah. he did it, yeah. he changed me 
Worship Jesus in his place. Come on. Right, so this is this is what I want us to do. This is one of the most precious times. And every time we do this, I'm probably gonna take my time and just really talk about worship and what we're supposed to do. Because I don't want none of you guys to miss it, okay? I believe wholeheartedly with all my heart, like I would put my life on it, that God in heaven, okay, he's running the universe right now. Think about it. He's running the universe, like he's telling the stars, like, okay, you do this, you shine for this long, and then you explode, and he's telling the earth to keep on spinning, don't you stop spinning, don't you move, because many of you guys know that if the earth were to tilt on its axis one degree in the opposite direction, we can either have an ice age, the whole earth freezes over, or the other way, it'll just go ahead and burn. So God keeps it, the Bible says that God in his supremacy and his majesty keeps everything together. That God, who's running the universe, meets with us in this time when we worship him he's not too busy running the universe to make time for you and I just think about that you think he'd have other things to do but man he's running the universe and he's wanting to meet, to meet wanting to meet with me yeah so it's one of everyone will have your eyes closed in this place to get rid of the distractions here God we ask God that you come and that you would move in power God God we don't know anything about you God other than what you reveal to us and God, I pray that people in this place, God, that even though their revelation, God, may be minimal, God, may, they may not get into the Word, they may not read their Bible, but God, I pray that you would reveal your Son, Jesus Christ, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Come on, if you want that in this place, come on, lift your hands with me and say, I want it. God, come reveal yourself. Jesus, reveal who you are to me in my life. I don't want it to be like this entire game where I'm searching and I'm chasing after you and I can't find you. Like, where's Waldo? I want to know, God, that you're here, that when I pray, that when I sing songs to you, God, that you meet with me. So, God, that we ask that you do that now in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. This first song is called Salvation is Here. One, two, three. We'll sing God above. God above with the world in motion. God above with my hopes and fears. But I don't care what the world throws at me now. It's going to be all right. I got a little excited there. I lost the temper. Somebody say, hey, hope the Lord. <laughs> Let me sing it. Got above the world in motion. Got above my hopes and fears. Well, I don't care what the world throws at me now. It's gonna be alright. Yeah. 
the sound. Hear the sound of a generation making loud our freedom song. Holding on to the world to know your name. It's gonna be alright, cause I know my God's today, and I know his world never fails, and I know my God may wait for me. Salvation is here. Come on, put your hands together. We'll sing God above. God above all the world in motion. God above my hopes and fears. Well, I don't care what the world throws at me now. It's going to be alright because I know my God said it and I know His world never fails. And I know my God made a way for me. We'll sing it again. Cause I know my God saved the day and I know His word never fails and I know my God made a way for me. Salvation is here. Salvation is here. Sing it out. Salvation is here. Salvation is here and lives in me. Salvation is here. Come on, sing it out. Salvation is God just to set me free. Salvation is here. Salvation is here and lives in me. Salvation is here. Cause you are alive and he lives in me. Salvation is here. Salvation is here and he lives in me. Salvation is here. You are alive and you live in me. Cause I know my God saved the day and I know his. Word never fails, and I know my God made a way for me. We'll sing it out. Cause I know my God saved the day, and I know His word never fails, and I know my God made a way for me. Salvation is here. Tell that. Oh Lord, salvation is here. Oh Lord, salvation is here. Salvation is here. Salvation is here. Salvation is here. Oh Lord, salvation is here. Who's it out? Salvation is here. Oh. Salvation is here. Salvation is here. Go see it now. Salvation is here. Salvation is here. Salvation is here. One every time, one more time, every voice. Salvation is here. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on.
want to encourage you guys. Even before the song starts and even when in the middle of the song, you guys got to operate by faith. Amen. This is how this works, these times of worship. Like, it's not when I sing good or when I get loud, God comes in, and then he goes back out like peekaboo. It doesn't work like that. So I want to I teach you about the Lord that we serve, who's here now. Here it is. When we sing songs like that, he's drawn. The Bible says that our worship is like a fragrant offering. You ever walk into a room and something smells really good? It's like, I smell peach pie. And you're just drawn to it. You know what I mean? Peach pie, apple pie, pick your flavor. You know, and you just got like, where is it at? This smells so good. And when you find the stove and it's cooking that peach pie, it's like, my goodness, I can't wait to have that. Oh, my gosh. Think about it like this. When we offer our worship to God, the Bible says it's like a fragrant offering. That God comes up and like, man, that smells good. That's good. I wonder what God would say about your offering and your worship now. Is he, man, that smells good. Is that that smells sour. <laughs> that smells three-day-old cheese. What is that smell? You know? So everybody, look, we're not waiting for God to come into this place. The Bible says, by faith, where two or three are gathered, there he is. Amen? So you need to operate by faith and believe that when you worship God, something's happening. That you're saying, God, I want you to notice me. God, I'm coming after you. God, I'm giving you my heart. You got to walk by faith. You can't walk by how good I'm singing. I may have a raspy voice. I may sing the song a little too fast and begin to get excited. And you got to say, forget that, Jesus. Take me. Here I am. You know what I mean? So operate by faith. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. If it takes you guys getting to your knees, finding a place in this, in this place where you're like, you know what? I'm too worried about what my friends think about right now. I need to come to the front where they're not even thinking about me. I'm, it's just me and Jesus. Some of you guys may have to just lift your hands up. Some of you guys may just have to cry out, you know. I don't know. But I want you to seek God in this place by faith. He's here. He's here. Amen. Come on. This next song is called Mighty to Save. It's an oldie but a goodie. And it's talking about this God that we serve. And everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me And everyone needs forgiveness Kindness of a Savior The hope of nation Come sing Savior Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. So take me. So take me as you find me. All my fears and failures. I fill my life again. I give my life to follow everything I believe in. And now I surrender. Yes, Savior, the Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. 
Jesus conquered the grave. Conquer the grave. You conquer the grave. Oh Lord, we speak a life in this place. We speak salvation in this place. Shine light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. We're singing, shine light and let the whole world see. Come on, lift your voice. We're singing. Come on, shine light. We're shining light and let the whole world see sing it for the glory of the risen king sing it shine light let the whole world see we're singing for the glory of the risen king savior savior he can move the mountains my God is mighty to save. We'll sing it out. Oh, forever, author of salvation, he rose, conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Shine light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory. Of the risen, we'll sing it out. We're singing, we're shining light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Say, Forever, Arthur, he rose in. Come on, sing it out, sing Savior. When Savior, he can move the, my God. Come declare, he is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, he rose, rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Savior, he can move the mountains. My God is mighty, you're mighty Lord. Forever, author of salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus, is who conquered the grave. Is who conquered the grave. Oh, you're the author of salvation. You conquered the grave. Oh, Jesus. How could I ever thank you, Lord? How could I ever say thank you? Oh, oh, oh. oh Lord, what you did for me, what you did for me, oh, Lord, I belong to you, yeah. Yes, I belong to you. Come on and tell them. I belong to you, oh Lord, mighty to say yes, I belong to you, yes, I belong to you, I belong to you, yeah. Come on, lift your voice and tell them, I belong to you, 
belong to you. I belong to you. Yes, I belong to you. I belong to you. Yes, I belong to you, Lord. Oh, I belong to you. I belong to you. Yes, I belong to you. I belong to you. I belong to I belong to you, God. This is your time, Holy Spirit. Move in power in every person's life, God. Come on, break the barriers, God, that would keep you out. Break the barriers, God. Come on, if you want God to break the barriers in your heart, in your life, come on, let us start now. Take a step of faith. Come on and lift your hands right now. God, break the barriers, God. Lord, if it's been me all this time pushing you away, break the barriers, God. God, break my doubts. God, break my fears. God, break my lack of passion, Lord. Come and break the barriers all across this place with hands lifted up. Come on, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather. Come sing it out. No place, no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love, Lord. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. No place I would rather be. Come set fire. Set a fire down in my soul. Yes, I want more of you, God. Yes, I want more of you, God. We set a fire down in my soul. I want more of you, God. Yes, I want more of you. One more view, Jesus. Come see, there's no place, there's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather. Come sing it out. No place, no place I would rather be. No place I would rather be. No place gonna see it out in here. Set a fire, set a fire down in my soul. Come on, do you want it? Come on, do you want it? I want more of you, God. Set a fire down in my soul. That I can't contain, I can't control. Yes, I want more of you, God. Yes, I want more of you, Lord. I want more of you, God. 
I've tried to run And I've tried to hide But my heart burns, Lord It burns with your fire I've tried to run, run, run And I've tried to hide But my heart burns, Lord It burns with your fire and I've tried to run, run, run And I've tried to hide My heart burns, but my heart burns Burns with your fire And I've tried, I've tried to run, run, run And I've tried to hide But my heart burns, Lord Burns with your fire It burns with your fire. I just want to be in love with you. I just want to see you, Lord. I won't want to be distracted anymore by my family, by my friends. Oh, God, by my needs. I don't want to be distracted, God, from what you called me to. I want to see you. I want to see you face to face. I want to see you face to face, oh Lord. Oh, I, God. Come on, in your own words, just tell the Lord how you want to see him right now. Some of you guys just wish Jesus could put him be in a box and just take him out whenever you feel religious. But it's not going to happen like that. He's either the Lord of all or he's Lord not at all. Come on right now. God, I want you to be the Lord of my life. God, I want you to set a fire on everything that I own, Lord. Everything that's mine, God, you could have it. Come on. Come on, tell them in your own words. You can have it all. You can have it all. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, Lord. Come on, about 30 more seconds. Oh, Lord. You can have my friends. God, you can have my popularity. Come on. Oh, Lord. You can have my family. You can have my brother, Lord. You can have my sister. You can have my father. You can have my mother. They're yours, Lord. Oh, Lord. You can have it all. You can have it all. Come on, attitude of play. We're just going to close up right now. Father, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for your presence, Lord. God, I thank you that you move in power. God, not on my behalf, but on your behalf, for your glory. God, we ask, Lord, we ask, oh God, that, Lord, that you would wake us from our slumber. Those, God, who are sleeping, God, who are all about themselves, God, you wake them up from their slumber, Lord, that they wouldn't miss the greatest thing that could ever happen in their life is knowing you and being in your presence. So God, we pray that you will continue to stir up hearts in this place. Stir up hearts, God. Stir up thirsty hearts. Stir up broken hearts. Fill us with your joy. Fill us with your peace. Fill us with your Holy Spirit.
Father, come fill us with Jesus, we ask. God, that you will be in control of the rest of this service, Lord. Come and have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on and bless the Lord. Give him a hand clap of praise in this place. Why don't you greet your neighbor, love on them. You guys can make your way back to your seat. You guys can do me a favor and stay somewhere in the middle. I wish for your freedom. One bona fide Love Jesus. Up. Isn't he good? Genie. He's good. Everything that we have in this service, everything that we experience by his grace is because of Jesus. Amen. He made it way, he made a way for us to experience God. And the Bible says that the people in the Bible were jealous of this time. You know, the Old Testament, they were jealous because we have the Holy Spirit living in us. God's not away floating like a ghost. You know, I, I was reminded of, of this. My mom, uh, I love that woman. Um, how many of y'all remember? You probably not seen this movie, but if you have, just raise your hand. Casper the Friendly Ghost. I'm the only one that came out in theaters. If there were two, then I only saw the first one. I remember after I saw that movie... I thought that ghosts were real, and I wanted an imaginary friend. I didn't want the mean ones. I wanted the nice one, Casper. And um, I called uh, my ghost friend. I was just making this up, uh, Ghosty. And my mom would walk in. She's like, hey, Adam, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. It's just me and Ghosty hanging out. Mom's like, what? Man, my friend Ghosty, what do you mean, Adam? Who's hanging out with you? Ghosty, he's here right now. And she would freak out. I mean, my mom is religious. She loves the Lord. And uh she was just like, what in the world? Is my kid seeing things. He actually seeing a ghost. But I can remember, and I was making it up because I was enamored by the thought, like having a friend that no one else can see but me, but someone who would be close to me. And we don't have to make up silly stories like that because how many of you guys know that the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God lives inside of us. So we don't have to make believe. We don't have to like shout it out. God, by faith, lives in us, okay? I'm not believing, like, does he live in me? Does he not live in me? No, he lives in me, amen? So the same Holy Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is living in us, okay? So we have victory, we have life, all because of Jesus. And I want to get into that today. I'm finishing off a sermon, um, sermon series that I was doing. I started off last week. The title was called, In Jesus. Can somebody say, In Jesus. And the whole purpose is this. We're getting ready to go back to school. Whether you like it or not, we're starting Monday. Okay, y'all are going back to school Monday. So I hope you guys are ready. Hope you guys enjoyed your summer. Like I said, we are going to be getting into the Bible and looking at how the scriptures highlight and, and show us Jesus. Because listen, everything in this world, we live in a time where the where the world is just basically getting more and more evil. They're becoming more accepting of evil. And now our tolerance, somebody say tolerance, tolerance, we've become so numb that stuff that maybe 30, 40 years ago that we would have said like, man, you know, I can't believe they're doing that. We're just like, oh, that's normal. So you guys got to be aware of the times that we're living in. We are living in evil times. And the Bible says that. You know, the Bible prophesies, it talks about the end of the world. Guess what? Jesus came into this world. The Bible talked about that. And now the Bible talks about the end of the world. And when that time comes, it's going to get really evil. And people are going to be approving of all the evil people are doing. 
That's crazy. You're thinking about, like, man, is someone going to stop them? No, it's, it's becoming normal. For example, homosexuality. The Bible clearly says that that's sin. We love homosexuals. Don't get it wrong when, when I say things like that. Like, man, does the, hurt, does the church hate homosexuals? They're, they're the people that go out there in the, with the, the rallies and say, we hate you. No, no, no. We want them to know Jesus Christ. Jesus loves them, but he's not okay with their lifestyle. Jesus wants to set them free from that. And man, it'd be no different when somebody's struggling with stealing. Why do we look at it different? Like, man, that person has a lifestyle like this, but what about the person who has a lifestyle of stealing or the person who has a lifestyle of lying? It's all the same in God's eyes. But we're trying to make one bigger and more worse. That's not. God loves people and he wants people to come to him to redeem them, to save them from themselves. But we live in a time where people are approving of everything people are doing wrong for the name, for the sake of fitting in, for the sake of love, for the sake of, dude, don't, don't hate. Don't be, a, don't be this person that can't get along with people for the sake of peace. And So we've got to realize what peace is because the Bible tells me that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So if you really want to know what peace is, you want to live in harmony with people, know Jesus. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about finding things in Jesus. And what exactly are you finding in Jesus? I believe that in this school year, you guys are going to face temptations that probably you may have had in the summer, but they're going to go up to a scale. Well, now you're just like, dude, I got some choices to make. I got to put my feet down. I got to live for God or I'm not living for God. That's how serious it's going to get really fast. Because I tell you again, you look on the TV. You look on TV. How sexually, uh, how sexually, I don't want to say how sexually um, based some of these things are, are TV shows. Commercials, advertisement. I, I mean, now we're just like, that's normal. Here's a lady in a bikini. Like, you can really, guys, you can figure out the rest. Like, oh, man, hold on a second. Like, she's, man, she's wearing a lot less that time around. And, and so we're becoming a, a, a culture that's desensitized. And we need to learn to find things in Jesus. Last week, we talked about finding strength in Jesus. In the Christian life, the world will tell you, hey, listen, just go out and be yourself. You know what? You're going to do things. You're going to find out that, listen, you're going to find your way around in this world, and you're going to find everything you'll need in yourself. That's not, that's not what the Bible teaches. So get that out your head like, I'm okay. YOLO, I'm going to do what? I'm going to just do me. It's not working like that. That's what we talk about, finding strength in Jesus. When you have none, you have strength. Listen, to live for Jesus, I'm not saying it's going to be the easiest thing to do. As a matter of fact, I can tell you what it was like for me being in high school. Dude, it was the hardest thing to do. Because it, it, was, it was living for Jesus. I mean, it was as plain as day. You live for Jesus or not. And I can just remember, like, I loved Jesus. I had the idea, like, I went to church. I did Sunday things. But, man, taking what I believed and putting it into action was the hardest thing because I was so afraid of what people may what say of me. Literally, I was genuinely afraid. Not like, are they going to punch me, beat me up? Not like that. But that how I was perceived amongst people. I tell you, that will cripple you and it will take you to a place where, listen, you either will please God or you'll please man. And, and I wish I can tell you that, man, and every time I stood up for Jesus, no, it wasn't like that. And um, I remember it was easier to stand up and, and talk about God when somebody else started the conversation. It's all about like, hey, man, I go to church. Yeah, I go to church too. He started, so now I can feel like I got something to say. Because I want you to be firm in your faith, stand up, and, and we're getting into the Bible so that we can get these things to be able to live it out. Okay, you're not going to do it on your own. The Holy Ghost empowers you. So this week we're going to talk about three things. I'm going to be sure because I'm finishing up the sermon. Um, first things first, you're going to find your patience in Jesus. I want you guys to open up your Bible to, to Galatians 5, verses 22 through 24. Galatians 5, verses 22 through 24. Galatians 5, 22-24. If you're there, you're there. If you don't, we have it on the screen for you guys. Um, I encourage you guys to bring your Bibles. Um, that way you guys can learn how to look for things up for yourself. I, you know, so many times I would, I would go back into school and uh, I, I remember like, man, what was, that, what was that verse that Pastor Joe talked about? 
dang, I don't remember. But I remember that when I brought my Bible and I searched through it, it was easier for me to remember things because I took the time and my brain was going through like, where is it at? Where is it at? When I read it from my Bible. So it helps little things like that to remember the word of God. Okay, it's up here. You guys may take it for granted. Like, what did he say? Take some time. Remember to bring your Bible Friday nights. Go through it. Highlight it. If you have the paper kind, Adam, lift your Bible up. You can take notes on the Bible. Go ahead and highlight. I mean, just trust me, guys. God's not going to get us up because you wrote on the Bible. Just don't add any other verses, okay? That's, that's kind of blasphemy. That's wrong. If you want to highlight stuff and say, wow, boom, shakalaka on the side. I mean, just for notes that God touched you. You can do that. So here we go. We're talking about patience. And, and actually, this list that we're going to lead talks about things that the Holy Spirit gives us. Anybody like receiving a gift? Right? Who doesn't like gifts? Just so that I know, I'm not going to get you any gift. Okay, yeah. I saw Alec raise his hand back there. Yep, I saw you. Even if you were playing around, you ain't getting no gift. <laughs> but no one ever says to me, I don't like getting stuff. Whether or not you, you don't care. But when you get something, it's always nice. And the Bible talks about that there are gifts God gives to us. And, and here it is. We, we want to talk about this. So the Bible talks about life by the Spirit. And, and I want to talk about this in verse 22 through 24. Rather, not gifts, but fruit. Here we go. Verse 22, it says this. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. See, the gift is this, the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. When we receive it, God lives in us. And when we walk by the spirit, somebody say walk. When we walk by the spirit, these things begin to take place in our life. I don't know about you, but I am not the I'm not the kind of guy that's always like having patience. Okay. I, I don't know about you, but man, sometimes when someone gets me mad, I get mad. All right. Some of you guys pretending like I don't get mad. I wish there was like a hidden camera and when you guys were talking to somebody and someone just like blew your top, like, what did you say? Man, I mean, if you guys were to see me, if I were to see you, we put it all up in the screen. Y'all be like red face. Like, I can't believe you're someone that. Man, this list is talking about things that God gives us. And when we look at it, it's just like, man, you know what? I could use more of that. See, what the Bible is saying is like, listen, the fruit of the spirit Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It doesn't come from you. It comes from the Holy Spirit of God. And when you walk by the Spirit, it's just saying that, God, I want you to lead me in my life in relationships with family, in relationships with people that I'm around in school. God, I want you to lead me to talk to them. Not You're not going to be all spiritual and weird like I'm waiting for God to tell me. Like, I just said hi. He has to tell me to say hi or else I can't do it. No, no, no. You're not getting weird like that. I'm saying that, man, when you're talking to somebody, for guys, when ladies come around and they're talking, you're not thinking to yourself like, oh, you know, I wonder how I can get in her pants. You're not thinking about that. You're thinking, like, man, how can I honor her? How can I love her like a sister in Christ? In the same way, ladies, when you see other girls in the hallway and they're wearing something that, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's doing that. You're not gossiping and hating on them, but you're loving them. It's like, Lord, help me not to be bitter. Help me not to be this angry person for no good reason. So when we say, God, I want you to help me, we're allowing God. We're saying, God, I'm dying to my always. I'm allowing you to do it. Specifically, patience. Somebody say patience. We're talking about doing things God's way. I don't know about you, but patience doesn't come easy to me. And sometimes I'm always in a place where, like, God, I think I'm going to do this. And then if you bless it, you bless it. If not, then I don't know what to do because you're not doing anything in my life. And i got to make moves. And so we're learning to wait on the Lord. His ways are better. Somebody say, his ways are better. And... Um, you know, I can tell you, back in high school, I remember one of the areas that I struggled in my patience was my purity. I was always struggling with that because I was sexually active. I was sexually driven. And um, I didn't wait for my wife. I didn't wait till I was married to have sex. And, and I can tell you the life that, that that brought forth, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Somebody thinking, like, man, the sex was worth it. No, it's not. 
It's not. And I can tell you that, man, waiting on the Lord, him to work in my life, amen, is the best thing. And I'll tell you what, guys, you guys got a lot to look forward to. You're so young. Wait on God, okay? Don't go, ladies, don't go giving yourself to any guy that calls you pretty, all right, that buys you a teddy bear and, and, and snacks or chocolates for Valentine's Day. Anybody can do that. I'll buy you some. Come to the church. Just fall in love with Jesus. Amen. Here we go. Patience. You're going to find that in Jesus. Here we go. Moving on. Freedom. Somebody say freedom. I want you all to say freedom like you've been locked in a hut and it's been 110 degrees and you were locked in with guys. You were locked in with 80 other guys. Ladies, you were locked in with 80 other ladies. I'm talking about like packed Mexican style and you just got out and everybody's just like peeling themselves off from each other, I want you to say freedom like you've just been set free, okay? So, <laughs> he's getting ready like he's like, yeah, freedom. He's, get off of me. <laughs> All right, here we go on three. One, two, three. Freedom. That's what I'm talking about. Freedom. Open up your Bibles to John chapter 8, verse 36. Very simple passage, one that you can memorize for next week. John chapter 8, verse 36. When you're there, say, I'm there. 8.36, John 8.36. This is good, and I have a little illustration for you guys, and I'm going to have my team get that ready for me. Um, John 8.36, it says this. So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Easy breezy. Here we go. So if the sun sets you free, you will be freed indeed. What does that mean? Who's the sun? Jesus. So if Jesus sets you free, you will be free. Y'all got to get this. If the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Hello? I can't tell you how many times that, man, I, having addictions in my life, you know, I, I'm trying to get to myself like, man, God, I want you to do awesome things in my life. But man, God, I have some bad habits that I, that I get myself into. God, I have some bad attitudes that I always get around to, and, and I just can't seem to shake. I got, I think I'm chained. I guess I can't change. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. You got to believe the Bible more than you believe your feelings. Hello. You got to believe the Bible more than your feelings and the temporary, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'm really free. I don't know if you really wanted to set me free from this. No, he's setting you free, and you're free indeed. Who the sun sets free it's free indeed. There's no fight. There's no clause in there that says, well, maybe only for Latinos only. No, and I don't say nothing like that. You know, some of y'all writing in there for Puerto Ricans only. Not at all. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. That's true for all people. Black, white, purple, red, green. Hello? This is what I want to, when I, when I came into writing this passage, not writing this passage, but making this note, um, this, this illustration, how many of y'all seen the movie Aladdin? I mean, growing up, I mean, we had Disney, you know, and uh, man, I tell you, man, I, I probably had the biggest crush um, with uh, Jasmine. You know, that was my girl. I, I said to myself, when I grow up, I'm going to marry Jasmine from Aladdin. Y'all don't even know. I was serious till I met Christina. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I mean, like, I saw that movie. I was just like, man, Aladdin, he's over here. You got all the clever songs and like, that's my dude. And. And, you know, Aladdin, you guys know the story. If you haven't seen it, maybe we'll watch it one night for life groups. But I'm just going to try to give you the short version if you haven't seen the movie. Aladdin here is this, like, poor, uh, like, poor peasant who lives in the streets. And he's kind of a nice guy, and he steals to make his own living and, you know, to get by. And here he is. He, he kind of, you know, does something, and he runs into the princess, and he helps her out because she wants to live a normal life, and yada, yada, yada. They start liking each other, and here's this man uh, by the name of Jafar. He turns into a snake, tries to eat everybody, and then there's like the blue genie that comes and helps him out, and they got wishes. You know, you wrap the lamp, and anyways, I'm kind of butchering the, the part, but we get to the end of the story, okay? If y'all didn't make sense, watch the movie. I don't got time to tell you about Aladdin, but watch the movie, and it gets to the end. And the whole thing about the genie is the genie's tied up to whoever owns the lamp. The genie doesn't really have a say for himself. He's a slave. He is a servant for whoever rubs the lamp and wakes him up. So whoever rubs that lamp, they got how many wishes? They got three wishes. 
And somewhere along the movie, Aladdin made a promise to Genie. He said, hey, listen, on my third wish, I'm going to set you free. And the Genie was like, for real? He's like, yeah, I don't got it. And, and, and it gets to a part of the movie where Aladdin had made all these wishes and kind of like backed out from Genie. And, and uh, so we get to this part. And you can play it. You can turn off the lights for me, please. Enjoy. For your freedom. One bona fide prince pedigree coming up. Genie, you're free. <laughs> I'm free. I'm free. Quick, quick. Wish for something outrageous. Say, I, I want the Nile. Wish for the Nile. Try that. Uh, I wish for the Nile. No way! <laughs> oh, does that feel good? Oh, I'm free! I'm free at last! I'm hitting the road. I'm off to see the world. I'm... Genie, I'm... I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> Me too, Al. No matter what anybody says, you'll always be a prince to me. Oh, yeah, all the guys can wipe their tears. <laughs> I was telling y'all, played that. I was like, I can't cry, I can't cry, I can't cry. Man, you know what? When Jesus comes into our life and he sets us free, it's kind of like that. You know, he, he doesn't set us free like halfway. It's we're free. And you'll find freedom in Jesus from what? What am I free from, Adam? What do I need freedom? Freedom is good unless you know what you're free from, right? You can appreciate freedom when you realize, oh, this is what happened. Without Jesus Christ, you are chained. You are a slave to sin. And the Bible says that sin, when it is fully manifested, gives birth, leads to death. Not only a death in a physical body, but a spiritual death. And what does that mean? You will eternally be damned to hell, separated from God, your body on fire, tortured for eternity. Eternity. Separated. That's what your life is like. Hell. See, the Bible's full of passages that talks about hell. Did you know that Jesus, while here on this earth, he talked a lot more about hell than he did about heaven? Y'all need to read your Bible. Jesus came, he said, hey, listen, you need to be free from it. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. Why was Jesus telling people about freedom? Because he knew what it was like. He knew what was on the line. So you'll find freedom from your guilt, your sin, your shame, all in Jesus. So if you're in this place and you have these bad habits and you are sinning against God, whether you are aware that you are sinning, or that you are deliberately sinning, hiding things, you can be set free from that. You don't have to live that lifestyle anymore. Jesus says, hey, listen, you don't have to do that anymore. You can give up the drugs. You can give up the alcohol. You can give up the pornography. You can give up all the bitterness, all the anger, all the unforgiveness that you have in your life. You don't have to be like that. I can set you free. You change it. In Jesus, there's freedom. Amen. And last one, wrapping up. Kindness. Somebody say kindness. There's kindness in Jesus. I remember I was in class and my perception of Jesus, man, when I came, gave my life to the Lord, I started going to SUM. Dude, I was all about like, man, you need to preach Jesus. I was preaching to everyone. And I remember we went out to, uh, <laughs> we went out to Belmont and Clark. And um, if you guys know anything about that community, that is Boys Town. You know, and there's a lot of the homosexual community there out there, and especially after a certain time of night, okay? There's a lot of people that come, uh, transgendered people, gays, lesbian, and I remember preaching, and uh, man, I was so, um, so like um, devastated in my spirit about all the lifestyles that people were, were living, and I was trying to present Jesus Christ, like, hey, can I talk to you about Jesus being rejected, and man, that put in me like a like this holy anger, like, oh, like I, I can't believe they're, they're denying Christ. I got it. They, they got what's coming for them. They deserve it all, God. They're going to burn in hell good. And, and, me, and I remember that God was, was doing something in my heart, and I was in class one time, and, 
And I read this verse. Open up your Bibles to Romans chapter 2. Romans chapter 2. I'm going to tie this in. Romans chapter 2. You know, sometimes Christians like to highlight a group of people um, that are way out there that we can say, hey, I'm not like that. At least I'm not like that. But we've got to realize that, man, sin, it doesn't know any boundaries. It doesn't know any kind of like distinctions of people. It affects everyone. And that's why Jesus came to save the world. Here it is, kindness. In my mentality, I was thinking like, man, these people got what's coming their way. God gave me this revelation. Romans chapter 2, verse 4. Let's read it like this. Um, here we go. Let's actually start in verse 3. Actually, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2. Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. This passage is talking about God's righteous judgment. When God judges, when God says, hey, listen, your life is like this, and I have the authority to assess it, to send you either to heaven or to hell. So now the Bible says, now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. When God judges people, he's not just making things up. He's evaluating your life. It's true. Verse 3, so when you, a mere human being, pass judgment on them, and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? Let's park it there before we get into verse 4. When I went out preaching, whether it was at the high schools, Boys Town, I can remember being around, surrounded by people that I can tell, like, man, they're wrong. Gangbangers, you know they're up to no good. Man, they deserve what's coming their way. Man, Boys Town, man, I told them about Jesus, and they say, yeah, I know, I still want to be like this. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't need to do this anymore. They know they're in trouble. They know they do wrong, but yet they like it. They want to keep on doing it. I'm done. And walk away with a sense like, I'm Christian, I'm loving Jesus, and come up to these altars with a sense like, I'm better. Man, God broke my heart. Let's read chapter 2, verse 4. It says it like this. Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? This was the revelation that God gave me. God was basically saying, when I read this, like, man, Adam, how come you don't love people the way I love people? I was like, God, I try loving people. I tell them and I preach up to them about you. I, I tell them about true love. It's like, Adam, you have this sense where, like, you're better than them. And they make mistakes. Well, how about do you think I feel about you when you make mistakes? It's like, what do you mean, God? I'm saved. It's like, yeah, but I'm kind towards you. I don't get upset at you every time you make a mistake. I don't kick you while you're down. And this, this verse really broke my heart. The Bible says that, or do you not know that it was God's kindness that is intended to lead you to repentance? Do you know that God is, is over-the-top kind? to us you know i love kind people i i love generous people i love kind people if you're ever around one i mean you can tell like man that was that's really nice of you you didn't have to do that oh it's, it's okay i just wanted to do it oh thank you <laughs> that, I, that it just changed my life you know when you walk into a kind person just everything about them and how they affect you is is does something to like your man it does something to your perception. And the Bible talks about God being kind. Not his kindness being like, oh, I'm just a nice God and I'm kind to you. No, his kindness actually does something. It leads us to repentance. Because we realize the light bulb goes on like, man, I, I'm no better than them. I was a sinner saved by grace. It's all because of Jesus. God, you're so kind to me. Man, I want you guys to realize and in your weakest times, whatever you're needing, whatever you're saying, man, I, I, I need to come to God. God's kindness is leading you towards him. He's not like the grumpy dad. After a long day, you come, you know, you come into the presence of God and say, hey, God, like, what do you want? Uh, I, just, I just want to tell you that I love you. All right, go ahead. I love you. All right, is that it? Yeah. Okay, next. He's not like that. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know what you guys think about, like, guys like, he's like no come here come here all the time 
all the time. He doesn't sleep. Think about that. God does not sleep. So when we sleep, you got to believe it that the sun is up somewhere and people are crying out to God and he's kind towards them. And in closing, would you guys stand to your feet for me? Um, if we can get uh, a song, You Satisfied, Laura Hackett, for me, please. Or You Satisfy My Soul by Laura Hackett. Uh, we're going we're gonna to close out in prayer. And um, I want to uh, pray with you guys. This is actually closing out this sermon series. It was a two-part sermon series in Jesus. And I, and I want us to realize that it's in prayer that we come and we receive these things of God. It's in prayer and acting by faith. Okay, I want you guys to get it in your head that every time we come up here and we pray, it's not just words. If you believe by faith, you believe by faith that God is in this place and he, there's power when you pray that God hears your prayers. God meets you here and changes your life. I can't force it. I'm not going to shock you guys and say, hey, that was Jesus. <laughs> Do you feel that? Ah, yeah, it hurts. That's, that's the Lord. Just take her. Shocking you guys. <laughs> You guys felt it? I felt it. It hurts. <laughs> Listen, guys, I don't have to do anything. You know why? Because the power of God is greater than that. I don't have to put a show on for you guys. He's here. And I want you guys to experience God. And I need God as much as you need him. With all eyes closed in this place. <sighs> Lord, we can't do anything. We can't hope to be anyone without you God as we prepare for the next season of our life school coming around maybe jobs for others God we just pray right now that God we wouldn't look to people that we wouldn't look in ourselves for the answers to things that God we would turn our attention we would turn our gaze to you God help us God help us God to remember that to not think God that Certain situations have changed. Or maybe I can find this in a man. Or maybe I can find this in a woman. God, we pray that, Lord, you'll give us the heart and the vision to see that we'll find everything that we need in this life in Jesus. Come on, with all eyes closed in this place, are there areas in your life that you're saying, man, I've been searching for something. And I just haven't found it. And I'm still searching. And, and I bid to tell you that tonight, You'll find whatever you're looking for. It's not going to be in a person. It's